Chris. And I'm Mike. Join us twice a week as we share the ways we live a positive lifestyle. From books to interviews and everything in between, we share the abundance the universe has brought our way and reveal it to you. Let's get started. All right, all right. This is season three, episode 131. We are so glad you joined us again. And if you're here for the first time, welcome. We're glad you're here with us. So you might have noticed there's something a little bit different about the intro this week. That's because my partner in crime, my hubby, Mike, if you've listened to the past few episodes, you know he's had to have, uh, he's going to have to have his other knee replaced. He's had his, he had his right knee done seven or so years ago, and this May, he's going to have to have his left knee done. Well, he came in to record, and it was a no-go. He was nearly in tears, his knees bothering, bothering him that bad. He's got some calls and messages into his doctor to see what they can do to sort of help him until he can have the surgery in two more months. So um, if you think about it, give him a shout out on the Facebook group. Wish him well. Hope he tell him you hope that he's feeling a little bit better. And um, he's really bummed. He really tried to push through. But I, my setup was taking a little bit longer than normal. And he just he just couldn't sit with his knee bent like that for so long. So you just get me today, people just get me. So real quick, we want to check in, I want to check in on the challenge of doing the tackling the spring cleaning, or maybe like a task that kind of, you know, you were like putting off and maybe you were having some anxiety about getting it done. And how did you feel? Comment in our Facebook group. We'd love to hear from you. Um, so normally we would ask each other about our weeks and rate our weeks. So I will rate my, my past week. My past week was probably maybe a six. Um, so a few weeks ago we had a person resign from our shipping department kind of suddenly. And I'm really one of the only other people there that knows how to do the bulk of the job. So I, I volunteered. So it's been really crazy busy. So, and then we had my lean consultant back last week. So he was there. I felt like Gumby. That was sort of my uh, identity last week because I was pulled in so many different directions that by the time the weekend came, and I'm sure you guys can probably relate to this, you just feel like drained. You just feel like there's nothing left in the tank. You've given it all and you've just got nothing. So Mike actually went down to the camper by himself this past weekend to work, um, do some more spring stuff to the camper. I couldn't go because I already had commitments here. And um, Rich really was like a nail appointment. It wasn't like it wasn't anything, you know, like I couldn't have, sh- I couldn't have changed, but I did want to get some stuff done around here. And I did. So anyway, um, but so I took that time to sort of be a little bit more like alone. I'm an extrovert by nature, but when I've given it all, and if you're an extrovert, let me know in our Facebook group or give us a call at 301-392-7745. Let me know, do you experience the same thing? If you've extroverted yourself too much, do you all of a sudden just want to become an introvert? Because that's what I did all weekend. And um, did a little bit of retail therapy, but um, mainly just kind of hung out at the house and just binge watch some TV. So I, I'm going to give it like a solid six because I kind of hit an, a little bit of a low last week, but... I feel like the uh, the weekend kind of perked me up back up a little bit. And I don't know what Mike's week was. It was probably pretty good. But today he'd probably give it like a one or two because he's in a lot of pain. Anyway, so 
I was doing some thinking on the way on my drive home tonight. I took a little bit longer route because I wanted to sort of just decompress a little bit more. I'm still feeling a little funky from being pulled in so many directions last week. I was getting kind of grumpy. My um, I think we talked about it in past episodes, but my car is the transmission. The dealership says the transmission is bad and it needs to be replaced. And my car is only like six years old, seven years old. Anyway, and it only has like, I don't know, maybe 130,000 miles. It's not like a ton of miles. Anyway, so, but we drove it all the way down to Florida. We had to nurse it down and nurse it back. And anyway, so it was kind of acting up again over the weekend. It hasn't done that since we went to Florida. And um, we haven't driven it to the valley, which I prefer to drive my car. It's got a better suspension, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so on my extra long drive home tonight, I was thinking, really? Is this like, is this how you want to view everything? Like, I can't take my car to the valley. And I'm really mad because we haven't fixed my car yet. Or I'm, you know, so then I thought, you know, maybe I need a little bit of a perspective change. So I thought, well, you know, how could I look at the, like, look at this as a positive? How could I shift it? How could I like flip the script? So I thought, hmm, well, I'm saving miles on my car by not driving it to the valley the past two weekends. And I'm purposely not driving it a whole lot more. So save it on gas. So I tried to flip the script on myself that way. And I also did a little bit of like, I've told you guys before, music is my like my outlet. Some other people like go for a walk in nature, which I love that too. When we're in the valley, that's one of my go-tos is just go be in nature. And I just sort of needed that release. So I got that. So it helped me shift my perspective. What do you do to shift your perspective? Or do you like, do you have like a go to that works for you all the time? I would love to hear about it because um, we haven't hired a shipping person yet. (laughs) So my 10 plus hour days are going to continue for the foreseeable future. Uh, But anyway, so that was sort of my perspective shift. This is probably going to be a little bit shorter episode because there's not the banter back and forth. So and I apologize that this also comes out a day late. We had like zero internet yesterday. Apparently there was an outage with Verizon and uh, they were going to come out and fix it today. They gave Mike a call and said, hey, you know, we've we've got it fixed on our end now. Now everything's fine. Um, So again, we apologize. It's late and that's going to be a little bit shorter. But you really don't want to hear me rambling by myself for 30 minutes, do you? I don't think so. So I came across a really cool uh, article and it was talking about post-COVID vacations. And I think we've talked in the in previous podcasts. So we were supposed to go to back to Alaska on another cruise with my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law, the beginning of May. We were super excited. Mike really wanted to see more snow and I don't know, maybe more animals. We didn't get to see any bear um and we didn't, I don't think we got to see any mountain sheep things, whatever. Anyway, there's a few things, other things we wanted to see. So we were really stoked. And then Norwegian canceled. I get it. No problem. Um, anyway, so we're going to go to Florida and sort of have a little bit more of a low key. Go see my mom, go see Mike's dad and stepmom. And we're really, we're really excited about that. But so there was a study done asking people post COVID, what, what what would your dream vacation kind of look like? And so believe it or not, there was a survey of 2000 adults, and it revealed that 67% 
think that they've spent too much time just kind of laying around. Because when you're in quarantine, what are you going to do, right? You're just going to binge watch everything on television. Now the weather's starting to get a little bit nicer. I think people are starting to think a little bit more like, I really need to get out. So 32% said that they'd like to go see the Northern Lights. But the most popular was excuse me, 56%. They want to go someplace on vacation where they could take like photographs of scenery, like beautiful scenery, like Alaska, or maybe some other place like uh, maybe Hawaii, or I don't know, or see a new country. Um, I'm not sure how reasonable that's going to be, given the fact that, you know, Rona's not gone. So actually, almost 30% of people said they've already drawn up a list of locations that while, while they were in lockdown that they were dreaming to visit in the future. So here is your top list, your top 20 list. I'm gonna start with 20. And I'll finish with one. So number 20 is off road driving. Number 19 is cave exploration. Number 18 is visit a desert, I would go to a desert, but like only if I'm just in it, and I can get out and I'm not going to be stuck there. I don't think that'd be fun. Number 17 is rafting or kayaking. I was thinking about kayaking over the weekend. Hmm, I thought that might be fun. Uh, 16 is zip wire, which is like, um, zip lining, which I've done. That's fun. Uh, 15 is cycling. 14 is watching a geyser erupt. Yellowstone is definitely on my list. 13 is climb a mountain. I'm not sure about that one for me. I would like to hike, but not climb. 12 is sea a volcano. 11 is safari exotic animal spotting. 10 is visit a theme park. Nine is visit a rainforest. Eight is whale watching. By the way, if you've never gone whale watching, do it. It is awesome. Um, number seven is visit museums. Six is a boat trip. Five is swim swimming pool lounging. Four is see the Northern Lights. Three is beach lounging. Two is visit castles and other historic buildings. And if you've never been to Germany to see their castles, go because it's amazing. Number one is walking the countryside. And that number one, I get we get to do all the time because of going to the valley. There's just something about being in nature and giving yourself, a, I don't know, just some time to sort of sit, be still, feel the earth under your feet, and just sort of listen to all of the sounds that are around. It's there's just something for me and for Mike that's it's just kind of rejuvenating to us for us. So, um, okay, so Easter's this weekend. We last year. You guys know we sort of did a drive through, gave the kids their pasta to cook and their sauces and stuff like that because we make homemade pasta in our family every year. And we didn't do it last year because Rona was brand new and she wasn't invited. So we, um, we sort of Zoomed everybody and had dinner that way. Uh, in years past, we set up multiple folding plastic tables because there's usually about 20 of us here and out in our living room and we just set out a bunch of food pasta different sauces different types of pasta salad bread that kind of stuff so we thought mike's already had his second dose of the vaccine he got his friday no side effects he's one of the only people i've known that no side effects whatsoever after the second dose i get my second dose this thursday so we figure we both he well neither one of us will be completely you know protected with the vaccine will be fairly close so we reached out to the kids to see what they thought and they were all in minus his son because they're going to go camping and i think that that's fantastic um and they're gonna have a good time 
So his daughter and um, her family are going to come over and my son and his fiance are going to come over and maybe Mike's sister will even join us, which should be fun. So we're really looking forward to some sort of normal sort of Easter and hiding some eggs outside for the grandkids and Easter, you know, doing Easter baskets. And it's just, I think it's, it's going to be nice to feel something a little bit normal. So I'm really looking forward to it. I'm not sure how much Mr. Knee's going to be able to participate with making the homemade pasta, but, um, you know, if, if he's really bad off, maybe I just buy some of the refrigerated stuff and we'll just call it a day, at least the ravioli. So I am going to have a kind of a big birthday coming this year. And I think whenever you hit a certain milestone for your birthdays, you start to look in the past. You look in the rearview mirror and you think about, you know, how far you've come and all the great things you've done. But then you also think about, you know, pearls of wisdom, maybe that you want to impart, you know, to other people. And if you have kids, you're always trying to impart pearls of wisdom. Am I right? Like, we're always trying to help our children become better humans. That's kind of our job. So I came across this really cool article. And I think that the advice that these people give their retirees, and they're Brits, and they have some really important things to say. But I think that it's also stuff that we've heard from, you know, from generations before us, but maybe they hit home a little bit more now that we are, you know, getting a little bit older. So whether you're 20, I'm sure you could think back to, you know, oh, you know, when I was back in high school, or if you're in your 30s, you think back, oh, when I was in my 20s. And if you're in your 30s, you think back even further. And if you're in your 50s, I'll be 50 in a few weeks, you think back, you know, like, wow, 30 doesn't seem that far (laughs) that long ago. (laughs) But it really was. So some pearls of wisdom that I think we can all learn from. Less is more. Remember the compliments you receive. A lot of times we are so uh, prone to saying, uh, you know, somebody gives you a compliment, oh, no, it's not that big of a deal. Like, remember them. First off, say thank you because that's probably what you're looking for if you're complimenting somebody. And remember the compliments you receive because those are the positive things in your life. Phone your grandparents every week if they're still around. Mine aren't, but um, that would be nice to talk to them again. Don't overindulge. Step outside your comfort zone. Spend more time with children. Don't take things personally. Try something new. Appreciate your younger body. Oh, dear God, don't we all? Don't compare your style to others. And I think that's a huge one. Just comparison, period. If you don't ask, you don't get. Be more confident. Be more patient. Laugh more at everything. Never go to bed angry. Exercise more often. Spend more time outside. Don't sweat the small stuff. Don't have any regrets. Say, I love you more. Phone your parents every week. I usually talk to my mom every day. Invest in a property. Don't go to sleep on an argument. Don't compare yourself to others. Goes back to the one from before because comparison is the thief of joy. Don't waste your time on jealousy. Family comes first. Do what makes you happy. Never give up. Enjoy your youth. If you're young, let me repeat that. Enjoy your youth. Respect your elders. 
Be confident in your own skin. I think for women, that's such a hard thing to do. But the older we get, the more we do become more confident in our own skin. And you know what? You don't have you don't have to look like somebody on television and you don't have to look like somebody you see in a magazine and you don't have to look like your neighbor and you don't have to look like your coworker. You just have to be you and you are amazing. So remember that. Uh, hold on to those closest to you. You don't have to go to university for a successful career. You don't. Don't take anything for granted. Start saving for retirement in your 20s. Very important. I didn't start to my 30s. Don't spend all your time on social media and live in the real world. I think that's huge for teenagers. If you're a parent and you just heard that, you need to share this with your kids. Accept a company pension scheme if offered. You can tell they're British because the word scheme in in the US kind of sounds shady, right? I think it sounds shady. So maybe accept a company pension plan if offered. Always try your best. I think that goes for anything. That's all we can expect out of anybody else is just try your best. Manners don't cost a thing. Absolutely. Treat others how you'd like to be treated yourself. So those are the top 40 tips from retired Brits that they would give to younger generations. Do you agree with them? Do you think you have some other advice? Um, I don't know. Let us know in the Facebook group. And actually, you know what? I'm going to make that your challenge. What is some what is some advice you would give to younger generations somebody younger than you could be you're in your 20s you want to give advice to somebody that's in high school maybe you're in your 70s and you want to give somebody like me who's getting returned 50 some some advice about you know the road ahead a little bit i think that that would be fantastic so next oh siri's talking to me she's sassy um, okay, so moving on. So I do have a good news story. So let's rewind a little bit. Your challenge for this week is going to be post in our Facebook group some wor- some pearls of wisdom for the younger generations and let them know something positive that they can carry with themselves. So here's your positive story, your positive news story for the week. This is in my own backyard there is a, a software executive. His name is Billy Adam. And ever since the lockdown started, he's had this daily ritual every single day. And he's taken, he's selected a different 12 mile route every day, rain, snow, sunshine, heat, whatever. And he even gets an empty bag from Starbucks at the halfway mark which is in, um, it's on Canal Road in Georgetown. So if you're familiar with DC, you know where that's at, to continue his cleanup. He deposits full bags of litter. So he picks up trash. He's got this 12 mile route and he goes around and he just picks up trash. Now he does pick it up with his bare hands, which I think is a little gross. I think I have to wear gloves. But um, so he leaves his Maryland house, which is in Bethesda, which is just a little bit over the DC line at 8.30 a.m. And he picks up trash for three hours. And he he says it really makes him feel kind of good because when you see it and then you walk by after, it's clean and then he just feels really good about it. Plus he's doing something for other people and that always makes us feel better. Um, There's employees at the M Street Starbucks which is inside Georgetown, that's when he goes to. They call the this 54-year-old guy, they call him the garbage guy, and they usually have the bag ready for him when he stops in to buy coffee and he always leaves a generous tip for them. Um, because of him, 
the Starbucks manager has become more conscious of litter and picks up some stuff too. Um, so good for you, Billy. We really appreciate you doing something positive during the pandemic and for making your neighborhood a much better place to be. So here's your positive quote for this week. Happiness is letting go of what you think your life is supposed to look like and celebrating it for everything that it is. That one really hits home to me today. So I hope that you guys have a great rest of your week. Make sure that you are hitting that subscribe button and you are following us on Facebook. We have the Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. We have the Facebook group. We want to hear from you. Let us know what's going on. Uh, Tell us what's happening in your world that's positive and make sure you're responding to all those posts that we put out there because it's not a community without you. Be kind, be well, and until next time, Choose positivity, my friends.